we will not be held responsible for any hearing impairments or damage caused to you from excessive exposure to this sound. episode number 47 and in about three more episodes it's going to be episode 50 (laughs) i'm so happy that everyone keeps coming back to listen and clicks that play button now only if you could just spread the word and let everyone else know that this fabulous podcast is around www.oralfixpodcast.com can be listened to on itunes podomatic soundcloud Facebook.com backslash The Oral Fix Podcast, as well as Stitcher.com backslash Oral Fix. And if you go to the Stitcher.com page, enter the promo code Oral Fix without a space, and you'll be entered in a monthly drawing for a $100 cash card. That's right, people. Money. <laughs> No, but Stitcher.com is a really great source to listen to many podcasts. I listen to it religiously, not only to The Oral Fix, but uh, Homoground, uh, Dan Savage's Lovecast, um, also uh, Tech News Today, Mysterious Universe. I mean, they have tons, thousands of podcasts. They're in different genres and categories and topics for you to listen to. So... Oral Fix is a weekly social commentary podcast for the gay community. And you're listening to the Memorial Day week episode. (laughs) I'm recording this late Sunday evening. I just got back from a Memorial Day um, service slash (laughs) barbecue. A friend of um, my gay little clique here in the woods... Uh, passed away back in April from um, a heart failure. He had a hole in his heart. But he also was a man living with HIV. Um, so I'm also dedicating this podcast to Jimmy uh, Jimmy Ernest's um, memory. And um, 
I didn't really get along with Jimmy. Um, Jimmy was a very nice guy, very eccentric. Um, at first, I you know I kind of I liked him, and then he ruffled my feathers. And um, but Jimmy, I I found that today at the memorial service, um, had a lot of dark secrets, and you know he lived with a lot of stuff besides you know feeling ashamed about his HIV status and failed relationships. He was a gay man, um, like many of us, and he didn't take good health. Uh, he didn't take proper care of himself and his health. So, um, you know, I felt bad during the memorial service because, um, as I said, I, you know, I, I there was just some bad blood spilled, and I know now why you know he was the way he was, and I forgive him now. But um, yeah, this Memorial Day weekend has been very interesting and very nice, and. Um, it was great to see old friends I haven't seen in a while, and new ones. Uh, made some new ones also, um, and I'm so happy to have a gay community to run to <laughs> whenever I, I need to here up in the sticks. Um, I have several groups that I hang out with, so um, they're very small. Um, as you know, our community is just very small, unless you're living in the Mecca like New York City or San Francisco or... Provincetown, somewhere in Boston, Massachusetts, or any other, you know, Mecca, like, you know, somewhere in Fort Lauderdale or Key West, you're, you're not, or somewhere in Canada, you're not really going to get, or Seattle, you're not going to get, like, the full rich experience outside of those cities. Um, you'll get, like, little small spurts here and there. And we do tend to collect as gay people, don't we? So, yeah, that's been um, the end of my week and the beginning of a new one. Um... What's been what also has been happening to me? Um, I sat down with uh, my friend Ginger, who is the manager of the jewelry booth for Rosalisa, um, who is a psychic high priestess witch of the Renaissance Fair. She's a celebrity there. She's been there for about twenty-seven years now or so. Um, and I work for her, as you know. Um, I worked for her last year as Lady Chamaka, and Lady Chamaka will be back this summer. I am pleased to announce, <laughs> starting on uh, the first weekend of August. Yeah, on, until the last weekend of September. Renaissance Fair is always fun. It's it's a little hard work because a lot of people who come there just don't get it. Um, and then the ones that do come there and do get it are, they're like Rennies. They usually come around all the time and they, they travel around the country going to different Renaissance festivals. And it's always a pleasure to see them. And it's always, you know, a, a day at play, um, for me being a theater major and just happily gay. <laughs> um, so yeah, Lady Chamaka will be back, and I'm gonna try to have Rosalisa on here. As I said, yes, yeah, she's a psychic uh, high priestess in the Wiccan traditions, and um, and she's a tough cookie, I have to tell you. But she's full of wealth and information, uh, beautiful Virgo personality, and I will, I I would love to have her on here and have you guys meet her. Um, what else has been going on? Uh, you know, I, I made the um, bad mistake during the week to um, I was laying down on my couch and I just surfing the web and I was on YouTube and I found this link off of a, you know how you're on YouTube and you're watching a video and then you look over and there's all these other videos that relate to that video and you see something you like, you click on it and you play it and you either agree with it or don't agree. And something really didn't agree with me. It was just horrible, horrible, horrible. Um, yeah, it was just nasty. Um, it was, you know, a victim of the wars going out there in Iraq and Afghanistan and Syria. And it, this was a bomb victim. And, and you know, it's just something somebody's hands got cut off or something. And I was like, all right. You know, I saw um, Will and Bell's hand get cut off in Fringe. So, you know, I was okay. You know, I was cool with that. Let me take a look at this. And I clicked play. And it was just horrible what I saw. It was traumatizing. I mean, like... The person was missing their lower jaw and their throat up into their uh, up into their their collar collarbone. Oh my God! It was just I and I I, I turned it off right away. Um, if you guys are 
interested in watching that, just let me know. I'll send you the link. I'm not interested in watching that all over again, I have to tell you. And um, But, you know, uh, underneath it all, or uh, maybe I, to make some light out of it, um, if anyone ever can, um, uh, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend, and um, not only heterosexual couples have, I mean, people have gone out to fight, you know, wars for us and to keep us protected, quote unquote. Um, they, they've been traumatized and, and, you know, it's not only the straights, there's been gays that they've gone out there and lesbians and people who have become transgender after that. Um, or maybe they were even transgender and nobody knew, you know, don't ask, don't tell. <laughs> but, um, it just, you know, um, I know people in my family, I know people in my tribal family who have been to war and have been traumatized very bad by war. I have a very special, you know, dear person to me who's a friend, a real, very good friend, who's survived the Vietnam War as a child, and, you know, and she still struggles with a lot of the things from her childhood, you know, people are, you know, they, they experience trauma and trauma of any kind is not good. And it's just made me think, you know, along with the whole Jimmy thing and what he went through up until his death. And regardless, you know, who you meet out in the street um, or you come in contact with, you have a fight with, who you really don't know who they are and they don't know you and they're just picking on you. Um, you really don't know what they've been through either um to cause such trauma onto other people i mean it's uh it's put it into a perspective to me this weekend this memorial day weekend and week that i have to be a lot more not tolerant and not kinder but at least understanding of people who are like that and not be so judgmental and critical and, you know, willing to, like, pick up a spear or a sword and chop off their heads. Um, yeah. Uh, and um, even Daron Ravi. Um, <laughs> I mean, seriously, for him to do the shit that he did to Tyler Clemente, he must have been traumatized and bullied himself in his lifetime. And I, I'm not going to get into it at the moment because, as you'll see later on in the podcast, I'll be talking about Darun Ravi again. Um, but I, I won't talk your ear off so much on that. But what else this week? Uh, there's this comp. Do you know silos? They're like these empty, hollow, um, vacant places in the earth. Um, out in the Midwest, there's a lot of them. Um, where missiles were, well, the silos were created to house missiles um, in order to, if this country was ever, you know, under some type of um, nuclear threat or air invasion, these silos were created, you know, to, you know, hit the other countries, hit the enemy. And um, there were, a lot of them are, are out of commissions. They're not, you know, for some reason or another, they're not, they're, they're not being used. And, now they've been bought by real estate companies and they've developed, they're making developments, doomsday developments, uh, condos, if you will. Uh, they're called deluxe doomsday living um, complexes. <laughs> and uh, scary. Um, talk about war. Um, they, I, I was reading on it uh, on CNET uh, this whole like article uh, about them, and 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 they had like these diagrams, um, you know, blueprints of what they look like, and they have um, basements, and the basements have water, and you know, air conditioning systems to clean the filter the air of whatever contaminants they may have from a doomsday scenario, in case you know we we're under you know, nuclear war and everything above ground got vaporized and there was radiation to last for 20 years or so. Well, people can live in these little silos, um, have classes, have, you know, they have their own gym, TV, um, and they'll live in these, you know, people actually have bought apartments and spaces for themselves and their loved ones in these silos. Yeah, people are preparing themselves for the future for this doomsday scenario. And I'm here left thinking, am I buying into this? 
also. I mean, it freaks me out. But, I mean, there's always been some doomsday scenarios since, like, the last uh, Second War. Um, and maybe even after World War I. Uh, people now have basements, or had basements, uh, with all these doodads where it can clean out the air and, you know, keep uh, you safe um, and through a nuclear, you know, war of some sort. Oh, man. Um, I'll link this to the show notes. It just made me a little bit depressed and, you know, makes me think, you know, I hope deep into the future because it'll take, I think, many more years and decades for people to drop war, the whole notion of war, um, and really start taking care of each other and the earth um, so we won't have to make developments like these. But, I, you know... I, I love being prepared, but I think this is a little too prepared, and I think this is buying into a future that may come to pass. And um, and I think war overall on this Memorial Day weekend should be just obliterated, you know. Um, uh, so mm, I got um, a little obsessive this week, a little sidetracked <laughs> with my game, Robotech, which I'll link to the notes. I, I've podcasted about it. I, I've also blogged about it. Um, it's one of my favorite mobile game apps and um, and it's uh, it has like a doomsday scenario also but it's all like, you know, humans are gone and robots are fighting over land territory and, and you can go to like different places on the country of the earth and, and fight different factions of robots and um, and the game, you know, I've been playing it for about two years or, yeah, about two years since I've had my Evo. And I'm just coming to grips and knowing exactly how to play this game. You know, it comes with directions, but the directions weren't very clear and, you know, they weren't very intuitive either. And, you know, everybody, you know, I, I would connect to like this multiplayer thing on the Internet where I play with somebody out in Russia or someone out down in Africa or, or Asia and, and um and they've been, you know, I, I've been like dogged for the last two years. <laughs> and I finally learned how to play this game and I am hooked. I'm like even more addicted. So I'm like beating everybody and every day and every night I'm like day and night. And I'm just like on there and on there like scoring and, and taking people down because, yeah, I can play this game now. What a waste of time, I have to tell you. <laughs> but it's a good game. <laughs> it's a very entertaining game <laughs> uh monster quest which is a show i don't know if it's still on the history channel but ever since i've discovered that bigfoot sightings ha are very common around my area especially in my backyard literally um <laughs> i've been like up on the up and up on bigfoot and i i've been like studying and i've been uh, oh, it's incredible, guys. I mean, like, I discovered Monster Quest, this one um, episode of the Sierra Bigfoot sightings, and um, and, and it's hair-raising. I mean, it's chilling, bone-chilling. I'm linking that to the notes. It's a four-part episode, um, and it's really interesting, you know, the uh, encounters they've had and the hard-proof um, evidence that they, they've accumulated um, on the porn side, yeah, I've been back to porn. I love porn. Seems like it's been about a year now since I've had sex. I'm, I'm not offering you sex, but I'm just, I guess, I stepped that, I opened up that door, didn't I? Well, okay. Um, I'm a blabbermouth. Uh, <laughs> since I let the cat out of the bag, yeah. Um, yeah, it's been almost a year, and um, so odd. And I, you know, I I love my porn, and you know, Paul Wagner. I, I introduced him in, a, in episode forty-two, which was my birthday episode. Um, and when I discovered him, I discovered Shay Michaels because they shared a scene together in some porn. And um, I'm gonna link that to the show notes to Shay Michaels, um, porn that he did, and. And this other guy, this young guy, you know, I don't like young guys. I think if both of them do a porn together, I think it would be really hot. Uh, they're both blondes. Andy's, you know, a little more darker, but um, Shay's bearing it all for manhunt.net. Uh, well, manhunt.com's blog. And um, last but not least, which I didn't even talk about, which happened on my birthday also, which it's really not a big deal, but um, to me at least, because I, I already knew. 
um, Queen Latifah. She's gay. She's le- she's a lesbian. Everyone, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't like outing people, but she's already out. I have a great show lined up for you guys. Stay tuned, and we'll be back. Uh, well, I'll be back from a break. It's been a long, long time since I memorized your face. It's been four hours now since I've wandered through your place. And when I sleep on your couch, I feel very safe. And when you bring the blankets, I cover Welcome back. That was Sufjan Stevens, Feudal Devices, the Shigeto remix. I love Sufjan Stevens. I believe he's gay and he's a great, great music artist. Um, All right. So let's move on now to a sniff and scratch. Sniff and scratch. All right, sniff and scratch is where I kind of put out things that I think you guys and will really like to check out and see you what the big deal is about and and actually try um because if i'm interested and other people are interested and there's a buzz going on you will be interested won't you uh, <laughs> um anything in movies tech video music fashion health uh so in the tech world there's a 27 inch asus all in one PC, which is uh, selling starting at $1,400. I was looking at this on CNET.com, and boy, um, Scott Steiner, I believe, was the one who reviewed this. Um, and it was, it's, it's beautiful. The screen is not all the greatest compared to the iMac 27 inch, but um, it, the resolution is. It's it's a nice resolution, but for a twenty-seven inch, I, I I wish it was a lot more. Uh, it's like uh, nineteen hundred um, by, or yeah, is it nineteen hundred by sixteen hundred something like that? Nineteen ten by sixteen hundred, and that's you know that's that's pretty good if you are a graphic designer and stuff, and if you want to watch movies. But it's not the greatest if you want to. Um, do gaming and and do really intensive media work i did i i don't know but it's something worth to check out uh for the price i think it's awesome and it has a lot of ports um it, it has even a hdmi in and out port which is really unheard of so you can use it as a second screen which i really don't know how to how i would even use a second screen like that unless i was doing some type of cinema work um i don't know yeah a final cut pro type of stuff um but it's it's a really nice screen and supposedly um it it works really well it's really really fast and zippy um it's windows based so you know uh if it was a wind you know if if it was a touch screen 
I think it would be even better because the new Windows 8 that's coming out um, is very tactile and you know it's it's great for touchscreen devices. So something to look at, but it's not touchscreen. And of course, I think this is something great that you can actually put in your living room or in your bedroom, so you could watch movies or or if you have to work, uh, you don't want to work in your little office space. You know, you have it there as a cent- you know this media center. Um, then there's something uh, that uh, it's a company called Sociomatic has done, um, or maybe it's let me uh, make sure it's a camera that looks just like the Instamatic camera from um, did I say Instamatic? I did say Instamatic Instagram camera um, that it's it's shaped and and you know it's m- fabricated to look like the icon from Instagram. It's really cool, really neat, and it has and it works off of Instagram with the Instagram software and and it gives you Polaroids, like real Polaroids. Um, so something in the works that they're doing, and um, and it's yeah, it's a Polaroid camera, <laughs> um, and it's by a. Um, let me see. It says here, Polaroid camera inspires Instagram icon inspires uh, Sociomatic camera. So it is by a group named Sociomatic. Um, but they're in cahoots with Instagram, who recently got bought by Facebook, obviously. And it's a really cool prototype that they have. Um, check it out. It's on the it's on the the um, show notes. I'm going to lick it on there. And um, they say lick. It sounds like a lick. All right. So my tongue is doing really weird things today. <laughs> Excuse it. <laughs> In mobile world, we have this really cool um, Pico projector uh, gadget that syncs with your Mac or PC via Bluetooth or USB. And it projects a keyboard that actually works onto a hard surface. You could carry this around. You could use it with your iPad, your Android tablet, your laptop, your your iMac, your your maybe you know if you buy the twenty seven inch Asus <laughs> computer, uh, all in one computer. Um, this is a really cool P- Pico projector. Uh, check out the YouTube link. Um, the guy who is actually reviewing this, he's kind of. You know, has a thick accent, but you know, and he stutters a lot. But you know, never mind that. It's all about the keyboard. So check it out. And it's like, it, I think it costs two hundred dollars. Wow, the future is here, people. I remember, like three years ago, I saw a YouTube. Um, again, this is like a mock-up version of what somebody was working on. Um, some type, I think it was a some type of Twitter phone, and it looked like a one of those pebble palm phones and it slide it had like this sliding keyboard and and if you put it on the stance you can also use it as a computer it will project from a pico little projector a keyboard on your hardware on your hard uh desk surface and and you know the the thing and and you can you know use the the cell phone as a computer um and that fascinated me but i didn't think it was going to be ready until like maybe you know, 2020 or 2025 or something, but it's here already. You know, this cel- Cellulon uh, Magic Cube projector, uh, keyboard projector is awesome. You can also use it as a mouse. Check it out. And Gizmodo um, 5, I'm sorry, and Gizmodo uh, has the iPhone 5 mock-up photos, the latest ones they found somewhere, which looks really cool. And it looks like, you know, really viable on what... Um, the iPhone 5 will probably most likely look at uh, look like when it get when it gets announced at the um, worldwide uh, developers conference next week um, hopefully it gets announced uh, you know I, I've been kind of thinking I'm not maybe I should stick with Android because I've been hearing more and more that the rumors and they starting to sound like really real I think somebody had affirmed that it Apple's, you know, because Apple had ordered uh, foreign screens for a mobile unit, obviously iPhone. So if it's just going to be a foreign screen, the same size of my Evo, I, I don't know. I, th- I'm, I'm really, ugh, I don't know. I think I'm going to go with Android. But you know, I was working with my iPhone 3G and my iPhone 3G. Um, you know, it just made me realize that I should go with the iPhone because the iTunes, the music service and and application on there 
you know, I, I don't find it anywhere else. I've had a Palm Pre, I've had a uh, a BlackBerry Curve, I've I have an Android now, and they don't perform. They, they don't make music lists, the uh, playlists. They don't have the Genius feature. They don't play music with that crisp, nice sound that the iPhone gives you. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's move on. Um. Movies. Um, Men in Black Three. I which I don't. I guess I've been in La La Land because I didn't even think a three was going to come out, and it's going to come out this summer. Um, and it looks really good. And there's like a really nice, hot-looking young. Um, oh, what's what's his name? I forgot his name now. Um, <clears throat> there. You know, Will Smith is going to do this whole tra- time traveling thing where he goes back. And um, he has to save the world again. Him and his um, partner, um, which is his last name is Lee. I can't remember his first name now. Ugh. But um, the younger version of him is hot. Oh, my God. So I'm just going to watch it for him. Forget about Will Smith. Um, <laughs> most likely he's in the closet, um, as rumor has it. Um, Magic Mike uh, is going to be coming out soon, which is the movie with... Chantum tanning, which you know he sports his. I mean, I don't think he gets fully naked, but <laughs> uh, he go. You know, he strips down and stuff. It's the movie about the strippers, and um, they they make it seem the trailers very bisexual like. Like they're painting this all for bisexuals, and there's some scenes where it looks like it's gonna get homoerotic, like My Private Idaho. I don't know. Check it out. Um, then Wolverine. They're gonna start filming a new movie called the wolverine which this is something i just just literally came across today i think i i really don't know i have to read it myself so i'm gonna link that um the wolverine wasn't the last movie called wolverine and hugh jackman is in it thank god um love hugh jackman and his furry body (laughs) um Something that I ran across this week was uh, Disney Disney XD. I think that's the channel XD channel um, is has produced a new uh, television series, co- uh, cartoon series called Tron Uprising, and the star of the show is this guy named Beck who uh, assumes the role of Tron to save the Tron world, um, and. They did a really cool and smart thing uh, in order for you to really, you know, start watching the cartoons. They uh, put on YouTube uh, the first episode of the series for you to watch. Yeah, about 31, 32 minutes worth of uh, video. And I have to tell you, I am impressed. And the guy who plays the Neutron... Um, or Fotron, he is hot. I mean, for a cartoon character, they made him look really hot. Um, his name is Beck, and and he has all these cool moves, and and he he you know he has like this really great like hero personality, and and the rest of the cast in it, and the voiceover actors are awesome. They play well with each other. This is a for you guys who are into sci-fi and into Tron and and love cartoons. This is the shit <laughs> you must watch. Um, Green Lantern, the animated series. I, I love the movie Green Lantern, um, the live action one. And I loved the um, animated uh, cartoons, which was like more like 2D um, cartoons of the movie. Um, and I love the character Hal. I think he's a hot stud. Um, but And I knew that they were going to make this new animated series, which is all in 3D. Uh, CGI, computer graphics. I think um, uh, I ran into like the latest episode of it and I downloaded it from piratebay.org and it is hot. I mean, it is a great series. I didn't think it was going to be this good and, and, and it is. And so I'm totally hooked. I'm going to start watching that now that Fringe is over. So I was worrying about like, you know, my summer being dull. Well, it's not anymore. Um, so I'm going to link that. Um, what else? Uh, there was this video I watched yesterday um, from a show which I think I ran across a couple of years ago called Total Blackout. And I think it might be a European show or maybe it's one of those off-the-road channel networks. 
Um, but um, they had an episode where they had their contestants go in the dark room and smell pe- this guy's ass and try to figure out what the hell it was. It's really funny. You must watch. Um, Joseph Harwood Cosmetics. Joseph Harwood is this guy. I think he's out in London. I know he's in Europe somewhere. Um, he started following the podcast uh, last year. And um, he said, hey, check out my videos. And so I did. And he puts like these great uh, makeup tutorial videos um, about how he does his own makeup, his androgynous looks, his eyebrows. He has shaved eyebrows and he paints his eyebrows in, and they look like they're real. Um, and I've been meaning to actually like blog about this or have it um, or have him on the show, actually. But um, he did this look recently um, by Mila Djokovic. Uh, um and he uh he look he looked exactly almost like her like uh, his looks his previous looks are great um especially the ones that he tries to copy but he never really comes across looking exactly like them and in this video he looks exact i think looks very close to Mila and um it, it's a must watch video um Pressy's pretty to look at and and he's very eloquent and so um Something else that I watched that kind of scarred me, and it's along the military theme yesterday, but it's homo, it has a lot of homoeroticism in it. Um, it's called Homophobia. It's a short film on YouTube. It's about half an hour long. Really well done um, in German, and I believe it's German. Um, <laughs> I know some German, so um, really hot. Must watch by this guy named Gregor Sch- uh, Schmindinger. And I found this on Homerazi, um, the blog, and uh, and boy, um, it just gave me another insight on like that, you know, how before we even come out of the closet, we ourselves have homophobia, so to speak. So um, and how homophobia is like thrown onto us, and it it becomes sort of religious in some ways, where like you know, as guys or I don't know about the girls. That in order to be part of the pact or be a guy, you have to have this homophobic attitude, machoism. So something really good for you guys to look at. And something on the funnier and maybe even sexier side. I I became friends on Facebook with my genders uh, from Accidental Bears uh, uh, blog. And uh, they recently had an interview with Buck Angel, the transgender porn star who was a, a woman transitioned to a male um, who kept her pussy, uh, well, his pussy, excuse me, and then uh, started doing all these films, which I think he's pretty hot, but the whole, I mean, it disturbs me that, I don't know, he has a, con- uh, you know, a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> um, but it's a great video to watch and pretty funny. I think the funnier part is that, you know, the video is uh, done in their bathtubs separately instead of together. I don't know why that was done, but they're talking to each other like they were talking like across the bat their each other's bathtubs. And during the interview, they reached down to their crotches and they kind of like mess with their genitals from time to time. Check it out. <laughs> um and in, in health, um, which I, I I think this is more like sex or well, actually it's not sex health for all of you guys out there who have sweaty uh, sweaty balls and crotches, like you know in between your sacks that little curvature area there. There's this cream called Nice Nuggets that helps to like absorb all that moisture and keep you dry down there. It's like a <laughs> I don't know. Check it out. Supposedly, like if you put it on, you can still have sex with that stuff on. Um, it's a cream to powder ball refreshener. Um, it just blew my mind out. Um, and then in fashion underwear, like an underwear fix here, I'm gonna do for you guys. Um, the company C and Two, which is an underwear company, made this great underwear that has two layers to it. And one catches the perspiration on your body, again, from your sweaty balls or maybe your ass. Um, if you're working out also, you could wear this uh, underwear and then go out and do your normal things because um, the second layer will catch the rest of the moisture and uh, enough to dry the first layer. So you'll be walking around with a clean pair of underwears. Yeah, I want to try it out myself. <laughs> Let's go to a break and we'll be right back. Used to, used to season, but 
welcome back. That was Future of What? I Wait For You. Um, again, for all you new listeners, if you love the music that's been played on the podcast, you can always download it for free. Most of it, most of the time is free. Or it's at a really nice price for you guys to buy it at. But most of the times, especially this track, is free. You can download it at the blog www.oralfixpodcast.com the show notes for this podcast or other corresponding podcast episodes so um let's move on to orally yours and my mama said there will be days like this Mama said, there be days like this, yours, sweetie. Okay, orally yours is where I get to rant, and you guys hear my rant. <laughs> and if you have feedback and you agree with it, then send it in, or if you don't agree with it, I'm willing to listen and we'll air it on the podcast. Um, at you know, you can send your feedback at oralfixpodcasts at gmail.com, uh, or you could call it in, which I'll give you that number at the end of the podcast. So, this week, um, I'm you know, last episode, I you know, I, I kind of like made it so that it'll be in memory of again for Tyler Clemente. You know, the wrap up, the whole thing of last week's podcast was to Ron Robbie and the verdict and the sentencing and the bullshit of it all and his parents and his family and his lawyers. Now, the bullshit that I want to rant about and really talk about here is the gay community. Where the fuck are you guys? I mean, I had like maybe three people that really said something in regards to the Deron Ravi's case on Facebook and on Grindr, um, letting me know that they agreed with what I said and what I posted and how they how unfair and angry they were that Deron Ravi got off so easily. Now, Dan Savage might disagree with me to some extent, maybe. I don't know. He's yet to have his voice heard here but um you know i love dan savage dan savage actually is the person who started the it gets better campaign you know that video campaign on youtube with his lover and because you know what sparked it off was the rash you know suicides but what tipped the scale for him was tyler clemente's death yeah him jumping off the george washington bridge to his death because of what duran ravi did and I don't see any, you know, I haven't heard, seen anything from the gay community saying they're going to fight this or they're going to make, nobody's making any noise on the sentence, on the sentencing of Duran Ravi. I can't believe it. I, I, I'm shocked. I'm so shocked. I don't know if it's because people are just focusing on the elections and the people who are bad-mouthing and demonizing in the elections, um, gay people, and are, you know, condemning Obama. Um, but, you know, maybe all the tensions on that and they've forgotten poor Tyler Clemente I, I, I'm, and his family. I'm fucking shocked. I am upset kind of i mean i'm just shocked i'm not angry and upset i think i'm past angry because i was really angry at the whole entire sentencing and and even the news coverage cnn what the fuck you know like only one actually one two or three videos nancy um grace had something on and then it was uh anderson cooper only two two Report on the sentencing of Duran Ravi. I cannot believe this. And I, I'm upset. I'm upset of, uh, at my community. I'm upset that there's not enough people out there trying to make noise or send letters or petitioning against the sentencing. You know, for this little slap on the wrist on Duran Ravi... It's going. It. It. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to get into everything I said last week on last week's podcast. But 
you know, that in itself, that slapping on his wrist for that, they should have, you know, ex- they, they, they should have given him an award, you know, and said, you know, you're a, a fair, decent human being and um, who's possibly gay. And, um, you know, you cause someone's murder, even though you really didn't have any intention, supposedly, on have, making him kill himself. Um, and you're a stupid boy. So, um, you know, let's put you in, you know, with the rest of the stupid crowd who are us human beings as a whole, who don't see the gay community that this is sending out a message to the rest of the fucking world that stupid kids can get away. Well, he's not even a kid. He's 20 years old. He's going to be 21 soon. They could get away with this. Can get away with three years of some type of probation, $10,000 in fines, and 300 hours of community service. Fuck you, LGBTQ community. You are succumbing to this numbskull mentality where you overlook your own rights, your own civil fucking rights. And you know, I might lose listeners for this, but I'm sorry. It's true. You know, if you don't agree with the truth, then you're living in a lie, basically. And maybe you're even leave, living in your own private little Idaho closet. <sighs> and, you know, on top of it all, you know, there's been all these ministers now, like, doing copycat videos out and publicizing into into YouTube. You know, first it was Sean Harris, who said that he would um, break his son's wrist for being gay. And he would punch him to to punch his gay out of him you know he should have said he would have killed himself uh, he would have killed his son actually if he found out that he was gay but he didn't and, and then he went on to kind of apologize and not apologize which was really demoralizing and then now there's this guy pastor worley and both of these pastors out are are in north carolina mind you um, who was actually attacking supposedly Obama for siding with the gays, for saying that he supports gay marriage. And he said in his sermon, which really he didn't really, ha- you couldn't see anybody there but him. And you heard only a few people in the background, the crowd kind of applauding, applauding him and cheering him to put gays in their own fenced concentration camps. Concentration camps. Concentration camps. Can you believe this? Can you believe this? And if you're disagreeing with me with what I said earlier, are you disagreeing with me now? I'd, I'd like to know. I'd like to hear your calls and your emails on all of this. I'll be linking this on the show notes. Let's go to break. We're gonna wake up late and come for you in the dark We got some things we wanna say to you and it won't take long When you think about the way it is, you will cry a little Welcome back. That was The Blakes. The song is titled Art of Losses. Okay, so, um, hmm, yeah, what a loss, Tyler Comlanti. Um, you know, it's, I, it just got, it just worked me up. I mean, we lost uh, another life. And then, you know, after the sentencing, there was several other youth suicides, which really just got me even more upset, I believe. Let's move on to uh, what the fuck. What the fuck? 
So, what the fuck is not a ranting segment of the podcast, but more of a I can't believe this is happening and it's for real. And I bring it to the attention of you, the LGBTQ listeners um, and friends of the LGBTQ. Um, after doing that oral lashing and orally yours for you all out there, um, <clears throat> Well, if that didn't inspire you to stand up for yourselves and contribute your time and effort to actually a momentum of some sort to actually bringing civil rights for yourselves and defending yourselves and defending people, helpless people like Tyler Clementi. Uh, there's a pastor, uh, a North Carolina pastor now, I guess everyone is you know, jumping in and <laughs> taking the spotlight of the uh, let's blast the gays glamour and take away, the, you know, their <laughs> their self-image and, and let's, let's get ourselves noticed out there. Um, I was reading, there's an article in the Wild, uh, <clears throat> the Right Wing Watch, uh, which I'll recommend a lot of you guys who are into politics to read, uh, rightwing.com. Uh, watch.org uh, had this article uh, recently um, and um, actually it's not even recent I, I guess I just sort of stumbled on this this was put out actually uh, January um, 17th of this year and um, it showcases you know hate groups but this one hate group um, they call themselves um, well their the acronym here is AFTA Americans for Truth about homosexuality, um, which I guess is like the science. Uh, what's that religious that that new religion Scientology <laughs> that are against the gays or something? I don't know. Um, so this is Pastor Patrick Wooden, um, not to be confused with Mister Wolseley. Um, who, you know, was recorded, was recorded on this interview about how it was sick and, uh, immoral to engage in, um, man on man sex. He didn't talk about vagina on vagina sex, scissor sisters. No, um, it was just all about the guys. I don't know why, but, um, I mean, I I thought it was absurd that pastors uh, are putting information out like this uh, out there. Um, and maybe I shouldn't be surprised and, you know, maybe they're suffering in their own private little Idaho. Um, <laughs> uh, he said that, uh, it's, you know, to be gay is, it's to, he didn't even say condemn the human race. He says that, you know, you're, you, you know, it's a mark for human extinction, extinction, the extinction of the human race. All right. If you're going to throw out facts out like that, there like that, then why don't you really get your facts really straight? No pun intended. Um, where a small minority as it is, and you being a black African-American male um, <laughs> should know what a minority is um, and what are civil rights. Uh, and then he goes on saying that, you know, like, when you're butt fucking, you know, and you're coming inside the guy, which he's assuming that we all do barebacking for some reason. Um, really uneducated guy. He says that uh, the sperm, once it's in there in the canal, it's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to propagate. It's not going to, like, you know, what the fuck does he know? I mean, if you look in pagan cultures and societies and religions today and before, you know, the sperm was much more than just creating, you know, your sperm, even the woman's coming fluid is a fluid of power of your, it's your, 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 your body's being, you know, it's releasing. So he's saying the sperm goes nowhere. And so if it goes nowhere and it's not creating a life, then you're actually going against God and he calls us wicked and he and he calls the whole butt fi- fucking thing, you know, like only gays do butt fucking, you know, listen to Savage Love, you know, Dan Savage's podcast on Stitcher.com. <laughs> you know, listen to that. You know, you you have tons of callers that call in, heterosexual callers, talking about butt fucking and how they love it. 
So the gays don't only do butt fucking. Um, and he says, you know, if you're gonna do, well, he doesn't even say butt fucking. Uh, well, he doesn't recommend that people not do butt fucking. Um, he kind of says that. Um, besides the fact that it's immoral, he says that, you know, if you are, um, I don't know, he brings up butt plugs for some reason and that how does he know about butt plugs you know so i i i'm i'm like I, I you know it just blows my mind that people are just trying to capitalize and trying to get us you know the, uh, some type of recognition and get their voice out there their faces out there by doing um interviews or putting messages out there that are just not based on any facts um and and they're just doing it just just for propaganda, just to make themselves look good, to, to, you know, use it as some type of platform to network. And that is really fucking sickening. I mean, really, you know, you're, you're, you're capitalizing on, on people who are, are being demoralized as it is. Hey, you know, that's fucking sick to begin with. Uh, and I'm going to pray for those pastors. Um, yes um i'm having a nancy grace moment here (laughs) anyway uh let's move on to a break we'll be right back Sebastian Tellia and um, the song is called Sexual Sportswear the Donovan remix and I just recently found him on recordlabel.com and uh, I I love him and uh, uh, he looks queer to me but um, it kind of has like that reminiscent feel to it of like 80s music and I don't know I I figure I I think you guys might like it too. And um, so that's it. That's a wrap up for the show. And, you know, get off your asses, queer people. You know, start m- not making noise and don't attack people. Don't make up your own gangs to kill the heterosexuals or the ones who are against us. I'm just saying, you know, really think about your silence. Silence equals death. Seriously. I mean, if you see something that's wrong and it's justly being done to you in your workplace, stand up for yourself. You know, the right kind of capitalization and propaganda you can do for yourself is to stand up for yourself or someone else uh, who's going through the same, same thing or help them. Um, and, uh, and, or, you know, take it to CNN, take it to the media. You know, if you're being belittled and nobody's helping you. And I mean, that's the type of, you know, uh, outcry that should be out there in the youtube land and in the media not not stupid ass propaganda propaganda from pastors who just want to get you know the spotlight put on their congregation their small little minute minutiae so <laughs> i hope you guys have a ha- are having a great memorial day weekend and continue to do so and i hope that you guys um are really thinking about, you know, loving yourselves and loving others and peace, love, and tolerance. Um, as I stated in the past, you can go to the show notes, get the links to anything that I brought up on the podcast, download the music, which is free. If you have feedback, personal stories, testimonials, you want to argue with me, send that feedback to oralfixpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can call it in to 646-504-3491. 
You can follow the Oral Fix Podcast on Stitcher.com, backslash Oral Fix Podcast. Actually, no, that's Stitcher.com, backslash Oral Fix. Enter the promo code Oral Fix. Enter yourself into a monthly drawing for a $100 cash card. Um, make sure to rate my podcast. You know, you're not only rating me, you're rating yourself. <laughs> Um, because you love the podcast, right? Um, iTunes also go to iTunes, um, leave some feedback, rate it. Um, so far, I think maybe four people have rated the podcast and one person left somewhat of a dismal, uh, feedback and, um, but he was, I guess he was kind of nice. Um, and you know, also on Podomatic, on Facebook, uh, I just put a poll up on Facebook on the iPhone 4, uh, well, the iPhone in general, and how good sounding the sound music is, the music is on there. So, you know, fill it out. Uh, Twitter, you know, G+. Um, you know, go to the blog, and you can find all the shortcuts and links to the social um, happenings. You can also follow me on Instagram, Henry M. Diaz. Um, you can look, you know, if you want to buy some of my photography, henrymdiaz.com. <laughs> And um, I have also other social links there that you can follow me on. Uh, get glue also. Have a great week. I'm going to leave you off with Love is the Answer. Second Son Fade Made. Uh, fan Made, excuse me. Edit Remix. And this is um, a song by Mia. Or is it Maya? No, it's Mia. Take care.